When I was in high school, they used to have career day. They'd have lawyers come in, doctors, firemen, mechanics, people of all trades and careers, and they'd speak of their careers. They never had someone come in from hospice. And hospice is where people go to receive comfort because they're dying. That's what I do. I work in hospice. I work with people who are terminally ill, and I walk with them. And then after a person dies, I walk with their family members for 13 months to help them through the grieving process. I never imagined in all the days of my life growing up that this is what I would be doing. I have to start each day in prayer. I do. I have to bow down before God and yield myself to Him and His guidance that leads into His righteousness. I have to confess all of my sin and receive His grace. But there's something else that God gives you When you yield to him, when you no longer have sin as your master, but God and Jesus as your Savior, he gives you a gift. He gives you a special calling in your life. I'm embarrassed to say this. It's something that I don't talk about. But last Tuesday, when I was leading a group through grief, helping them to see the holiness of God and the healing power of God in people's lives, at the end of the session, everybody said that I was anointed. They didn't talk about how great the teaching was. They didn't talk about the depth of the lessons. They said that I was anointed and that God was working through me. I was embarrassed and humbled, but it's true. The only way that I do what I do in life is to humble myself before God and to allow him to lead. And that's what God is doing with you now. God's teaching you to humble yourself before him, to not only acknowledge your sin, but to confess it and receive forgiveness. And in those moments, you know forgiveness and grace, you are aware of God's holiness and righteousness, and he draws you to him, and in that process, he sets you apart for special service. This is what Paul writes in Romans 6, therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, so that you obey 
its lusts. And do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not be a master over you, for you are not under law but under grace. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace? May it never be. Do you not know that when you present yourselves to someone as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of the one of whom you obey, either of sin resulting in death or of obedience resulting in righteousness? But thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were committed. Having been freed from sin, you became slaves of righteousness. Now please listen to this. I'm speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you have presented your bodies as members as slaves to impurity, to lawlessness, resulting in further lawlessness, now present your members as slaves to righteousness, resulting in sanctification. To be sanctified means that you are set apart by God for a special purpose. And this only happens when you walk with Christ and in His power. When you experience His grace and His forgiveness, you also experience being set aside for that special purpose for which you were created. It says... For just as you presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, resulting in further lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness, resulting in sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Therefore, what benefit were you then deriving from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the outcome of those things is death. But now, having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit resulting in sanctification and the outcome eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. We like to think of eternal life beginning when we die and go to heaven, but that's not true. Eternal life begins when you start your relationship with Jesus Christ. It's already happening. 
He has already given you eternal life, and you are living it right now. As you yield to God and become a slave of righteousness, you're sanctified, you're set apart, and God does things with you and through you that could never happen if you are a slave to sin. Because as you serve sin, you become ashamed, become impure. But when you serve God and yield to His grace, He gives you righteousness, His righteousness, His holiness, His Holy Spirit, His power, and He sets you aside for a special purpose. Father, thank you for your child. Thank you for revealing our sin to us. Not to condemn us, but to convict us of your holiness and righteousness and love. Thank you for your child, who right now is yielding to you. Father, Thank you for setting them aside for that special purpose which you created them for. Father, thank you for sanctifying them today. Amen.